become an exegetic expression. What you do is you study Greek and Hebrew, and then, um, see, here's the thing. In Greek and Hebrew, there are, are words that we translate into English. But even whenever you translate any language, something is lost and something is gained. For example, the word love. In English, we only have one word for love. In Greek, there are five meanings for the word love. And so whoever's interpreted chooses what meaning they're applying to that word. Now, if they're biased, their meaning is going to miscrew the word. However, let me say this. The word is still the word. So, I'm not doing an exegetic expression this morning. It would take too long. I'm not lecturing. I'm preaching. But I'm going to emphasize words, and I'm going to translate a little more depth of those words to you. So, if you see any highlighted words, that's what I'm lifting up this morning. Are you all with me? All right. Praise the Lord. This is the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. I'm just going to read it all, and I'm going to go back. Go down to the potter's house. I'll just do a little exit here. This is the word. Now, um, the word is from God, and then the Bible tells us that the word became flesh, Jesus Christ. Now, in the Old Testament, it's nothing but the flesh. The word points to the flesh. Everything in the Old Testament points to the New Testament, Jesus Christ. Everything points back to Jesus Christ. You cannot get to the word Old or New Testament without Jesus Christ. So, this is the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. The word came from who? I just want to make sure you're listening. Y'all a little slow on the response. Come on with me. <laughs> Go down to the potter's house. Now, the, pot, the, um, uh, the potter's house, in, in my coming back to this, represents the church. And there, you will, um, there I will give you my message. You're not preparing to... Trust me, I will give you my message. This is God saying Jeremiah. So I went down to the potter's house and I saw him working on the wheel. Underline the words I saw. I'm going to come back to that because we, um, in our lives today, we really abuse that. Uh, but the pot he was shaping from the clay was marred. Underline that word. In his hands. I'm going to talk about marred in a minute. So the potter formed it into another pot. So what you want to see, there was a pot that was marred, broken, disfigured. The potter continued to work with that pot. Oh, I was supposed to show a video, wasn't I? With my video. Take, take, I'm sorry, I got so happy. Uh, D'Angelo, it's the praise team's fault. That's what I love about Christians. You can blame them. They say, it's okay. Shame on y'all. <laughs> we are the clay. You are the potter. We are all works in your hands.
you have a plan for our lives. A purpose. A future. You promise you won't leave us. And when we face the tests and trials, you are there. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Let me go over those words right quick, and then I'm, I want to share uh, this message with you. The words I highlight um, are the word. The word is always from God. The word is always from God. And we find out the word in um, uh, 1 John 14, the Bible tells the word. All that word in the Old Testament, the word becomes flesh, Jesus Christ. The potter's house is the church. Now, let me say this about the church. The church is very similar to the hospital. Who goes to the hospital? Sick folk. I don't know why people go to church looking for the perfect church. We all messed up. We all messed up. Jesus came to die for our sins. Sinful people are broken people. That's what the church is about. And then people leave the church. I don't want to be at that church. How come? Because they're broken. Duh. We're all broken. And so uh, the potter's house is composed of people who are, who are um, broken, unshaped, and the purpose of the church is to help us shape, become more like Christ. We're composed of people who are damaged. All of us are damaged. The difference between us and the car, you can see the bent in the car. You don't see the bent in us. We're damaged, but the purpose of the Bible study and the, and the preaching is to help us um, become undamaged. All of us are disfigured. I don't care how much makeup you put on. I don't care. You can buy that. $300, two-ounce cologne, you still stink on the inside if you don't have Jesus. If you don't have Jesus. We are all broken. I want you to hear this very clearly. I don't think anybody in here is more broken than me. I don't think anybody here is more broken than me. The only difference between you and me is I study my brokenness so I can help others with their brokenness. Amen. Amen. That's all. We're all broken. I used to tell folk, if you're looking for the perfect church, don't join. Because the moment you join is no longer perfect. Hey, that's, I'm preaching this morning. <laughs> It's because I talk about your poop and you can't steal my sermon. Yeah, I forgive you. Don't, don't do that again. Pop you with a COVID hug, girl. 
Here's the thing about I saw. Y'all with me? This is good. I don't get to do this in the academic community. This is great. I may not go back to the academic community. (laughs) The word I saw, let me tell you why I lift it up. Here's one of the problems with us. We're always looking for the brokenness in others. See, but let me say this. When we understand that we are sinners, damaged goods, and need of Christ for healing, we see things differently. A broken person sees a sinner and talk about them. A saint sees a sinner and sees possibilities. Yeah, I go into a junkyard, you just see stink. I see possibilities of a new building, a new church. See, when, when we have the Holy Spirit, it's not about what you call. It's, I always see, it's not what they call you, it's what you answer to. When we have the Holy Spirit, we begin, we begin to speak differently into people's lives. Broken people will tell you how broken you are. Anointed people will say, I see that brokenness, but in the midst of that brokenness, I see a powerful woman. I see a powerful man. See, we don't speak to each other. We don't speak to them. We talk about racism. We're the worst people in the house. We beat up on ourselves. I remember as a kid, the first time somebody talked about, so Afri- you know, I met an African-American doctor. I heard a grown, he, I want to see his degree. But it's not just, all of us do that. All of us do that. I don't care what race, what gender you're, we all do that. Broken people hurt broken people. We need Jesus Christ. We need Jesus Christ. Now, let me say a mart, and I'm going to get right into the word. I decided, I know what mart means. I said, let me see if the dictionary can help me out a little bit. It didn't, but it was good going through it. <laughs> I'm the... Where's the ushers? Sit these two in the back. <laughs> Okay, stay with me. Marred, damaged, or spoiled to a certain extent. Made less perfect, less attractive, less useful, disfigured, or defaced. Um, As by scratches, nicks, scars, or discoloration. Complementary words to marred or sully. Harm, wreck, tarnish, ruin. Now, this was addition to my... um, my knowledge of the word. Bruised, taint, impaired, spoiled, uh, blight, stained, scarred, defaced, ding, blemished, disfigured, injured, bent, scratched, warped. Now, I want you to know there was a pot and then another pot. The focus for us as Christians is to recognize that we are broken and we're depending on God to be the potter to shape that other pot. Let me give you an illustration, and then I'm going to go through scripture. We're going to close, okay? What time is it? Y'all know I'm going to get out of 12. Somebody told me that before. I have, I have 12 minutes. Come on. Let me, let me wait. Can I work with it? Let's work with it. Come on. <laughs> Amen. That sister in the back told me, I said, dude, how much more time I have? Another 30 minutes? 10. Guess what? She's walking straight. <laughs> That was one time I didn't mind her. Come on, walk with me. Will y'all walk with me? 
there's a, a story. You remember uh, uh, the Green Bay Packers? Uh, Vince Lombardi, one of the uh, outstanding coaches. Well, there was a game uh, that he had. And I'm, hold up. There you go. There's a game they had. And, and one of the linemen, you know what a lineman is? That's the big, ugly people. I try to look like it, it won't work. Anyway, <laughs> one of the linemen just had a bad day. He wasn't blocking. People were getting past. And uh, at halftime, uh, uh, before halftime, uh, Lombardi pulled him out of the game. Uh, and let's say Bobby. I don't want to call him. He said, Bobby, listen, you're messing up there. You're not blocking people getting around you. You're not in the game. I don't know where your head is. I don't even know where your body is. You're just messing up. Listen, you, you're looking terrible out there. You're making me look bad. You're making the team look bad. He just, Lombardi just put him down. He said, you know what? You need to just go in the locker room. Just go in the locker room. So the uh, player went in the locker room at halftime. Uh, they came in there. Can y'all hear me okay? Okay. You know, I really like her. <laughs> you never know where I'm talking. Anyway, are we okay? You can hear me okay? Okay. So uh, Lombardi went in um, the locker room, and while he went in the locker room, this big 300-pound man, his head down, he was crying. He was crying. You know why? He looked up to Lombardi. And Lombardi, and I, parents, I want you to hear me. This is a therapist about to come out for a minute. He looked up to, up to Lombardi, and he was just having a bad day. And, and Lombardi saw the bad day and told him how bad he was. Too often, parents, our children, our grandchildren have a bad day. And we tell them how bad they are. And then we wonder why they act up. When we teach people that their character is bad, we create bad character in the people we teach. I want you to hear me. You see, here's the thing. I don't know about you. When I was a kid... I didn't understand it then. I don't understand it now. I act up. My father would take the belt. Boom, boom, boom. This is going to hurt me more than it hurts you. I'm thinking, well, why don't you hit you, Dad? <laughs> and it still don't make any sense. I got a PhD. But my dad told me in so many ways I was a bad boy. I was a bad boy. And then I lived out the prophecy of my dad by hanging out with a gang. Now, I can blame my dad. I'm not blaming him. I'm simply saying we speak words of hell in the people we claim to love. Broken people break people. I don't care how frustrated you are. Our children don't deserve those words. What I teach in psychology is you never tell the person they're bad, you tell the person they're good, but they did a bad thing. Amen. See, because in ways, everybody that look up to you, whether you're parent or not, you are the potter in their lives. And though your touch may be soft and tender, it still adds to the craft of the pot that's being shaped. And every pot is broken. I'm not even, can I, can I just preach without, okay, put the things down. I'm just going to talk because I don't get to do this academic. I just like y'all. Y'all just as nasty to me and I just love you. <laughs> but, 
but praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Every pot, the Bible says we're all born in the sin, so all of us are broken. Every pot, every person is broken. Every person has a gap. Every person has a dent. All of us have a dent. And you know what? Here's the thing about dents. Uh, the first time I bought, a, um, I, I, I bought a car, I said, I want to do something different. I bought a green car. I just wanted to be something different. I don't know what I was thinking. I just want to be something different. All of a sudden, the next day, it seemed like half the town had a green car. Are y'all with me? Are you with me? You know why half the time? Because I didn't notice it before. Broken people notice broken things. And we share those broken things. We always notice. That's why we're so attracted to the news and all the negative. We, we're attracted to Now, if, if somebody robbed a bank and somebody got a, a, well, a four-point student that got a scholarship to Yale, who are we going to talk about the most? The, the bank robbers. Do you see what I'm saying? Do you see yourself? You see, and what God is teaching us in the text here is I recognize you broken. I recognize you hurt. I recognize you've been lied to. I recognize you've been cheated. I recognize people told you you no good. I recognize your brokenness in your sense. I want you to know I'm still working on you. I'm still working on you. When you want to give up, I want you to give in. When you want to walk out, I'm walking in. When you can't go another step, I'll nudge you a little bit. When you want to, I'll help you. God is still working. And here's the problem. Here's the problem. We looked in the mirror and we saw that damaged goods, but we stopped looking because we stopped praying. We stop talking to God. We stop and say, this is me. It's not you. You are being made into what God wants you to be. Well, Lord, if you just give me another husband. Lord, would it be all right if I get another wife? Lord, where do these children come from? Can we start over? I want you to hear this, please. The shape that God is making is most evident when it falls. Cheap clay will break when it hits the ground. But if you wait long enough, let it dry. If, did you all just get the thing about wait? Did you all just get the thing about wait? You know that's nothing but the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, help them steal my sermon. Uh, praise the Lord. But if you ever work with clay, if you don't wait enough time, it's fragile. You put a cake in the oven, and if the instructions say 30 minutes, and you take it out in 15, what happens? You see, hear this. I want you to hear this. Normally, the storm will happen in that 15 minutes. 
the storm will happen. And you walking around, I'm a Christian, but I feel half-baked. I'm a Christian, but every time God touches me, I feel the brokenness of my life. The reason you feel the brokenness half-baked, you are going on your own. You pushing ahead. You're not waiting. I don't want to lie. I told people 12. Come on, stay with me, though. Stay with me. I got three minutes. Stay with me. You're not waiting. You want to walk out of the door? Wait. They're not right? You wait. You get yourself right with God before you talk to someone else about God. Wait. Wait. See, because in waiting, we trust the Lord. When I don't wait, I take it in my own hands. I listen. I don't like what you did. What? What did you say about my mama? No, seriously. We're not waiting. New York City. Got in a fight because somebody talked about my mama. Y'all know about mama, right? Boy told my mama. I took him out. Don't laugh. My mama didn't laugh. I went home and told my mama. I thought she was going to say, man, you took him out. My boy. She said, look at me, boy. I said, yeah, mama. Do I look hurt to you? No. Did, did I look like somebody slapped me and hurt me? No. That was, he talked about me and didn't hurt me. Why did it bother you? Mama, I was, I'm, shut up. So you can say that then. Now they take you to court. <laughs> Am I lying? No. Didn't hurt me. We're defending stuff we don't need to defend. Somebody call you a liar, let them call. Why are you defending it? That's the, that's the storm. Dry up. Someone say they don't believe you, that's okay. Dry up. Someone don't like you, it's okay. Dry up. Put your hand. Someone say they, 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 they want to take you out. Dry up. Someone say they don't like where you, who you are. Dry up. Someone says something to put you down. Dry up. You are acting out 15 minutes and God is saying, give me 30 minutes. Give me 30 minutes. God is shaping you. And hear, hear me now, and I'm closing out. I'm closing out. Your character, this is the therapist. This is a therapist who is a Christian. Your character will always, 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 and I'll debate any scholar on this topic, your character will always be evident in the storm. In the storm. I'm really a good person, but I cussed them out just for a minute. I'm really a good spouse. I just cheated one time. That's the storm. Your character is most evident in the storm. In the storm. In the storm, there'll always be that 15 minutes. In the storm, you're always forming. The people who lied on me as a pastor, the people who, who turned on me, I don't know if you've ever been stabbed in the back by people you trust, but I thank God for all those people today. Because God, God allowed them to do what they did so that he can shape me in what he has done. I'm 68 years old. Why? I can't. I can jump over those pews. And all those talking about me, they can holler. 
Are y'all with me? Are you with me? Don't do the 15 minutes. Just wait. Just wait. When you feel like cussing out, it's Satan. Wait. When you feel like giving up, it's Satan. Wait. When you feel like talking about their mama, wait. When you want to throw up those hands, when your breath is kicking, they don't want to kiss you. On that one, do yeah, two things. Wait and get Listerine. Okay. <laughs> we need to wait, brothers and sisters. Let me say this in close. The wait is waiting on the Lord. We need to wait on the Lord. Dealing with sexism, racism, all that stuff, wait. I just trust the Lord. Brothers and sisters, I need to close. I have some other scripture, but you know, you're okay. I got a feeling your pastor may fake sick one day and I may be back. <laughs> Where's his wife? <laughs> huh? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, you know, that's what I should have done on the straight road. Hey, can, are y'all ready? Can y'all do that with me before I close? Let's do the, stay up. Let's do the pastor and I don't close in prayer. Yeah, has he done that since I've been here? You know, I put him on the spot. He feels uncomfortable now. <laughs> All right, y'all ready? On three. One, two, three. One more time. One more time. One more time. Come on, come on, come on. Come on. The, the dad, you got it. You got it. <laughs> Have a seat. Let's pray. God bless you. Let's pray. If you with family, hold their hands, please. If you with family, close friends, let's hold their hands. And let me say before I pray, thank you for listening. I know many of you, us, are broken. We've been hurt by people, misunderstood. We feel like that crack pot. But I want you to know that crack is just a 15-minute clock. I pray that you hold on. Stay in prayer. In the storm is the deepest evidence of our faith. If you don't have faith in the storm, it's not real in the sunshine. Father, we thank you for Jesus Christ, for your blessing. I thank you for the anointing of the Holy Spirit. I thank you, Lord, for the scripture this morning of Jeremiah. There are many in here in the pews. All of us have sinned. All of us have been broken. All of us have gone astray, Lord. We've been that broken part. But you told Jeremiah to come speak to us. You told Jeremiah to remind us that you're not done with us, that you are the potter, that you have your hands on us. We, we were born with the Spirit. We were born it's a generational gift you breathe into Adam and from Adam all of us are born with the same breath of hope and love in the spirit Lord may we acclimate towards that spirit may we know you as our Lord and Savior may we hunger may we learn to wait I don't care how much it rains and thunder the sun is coming help us to wait give you praise and the people of God set together Amen. God bless you.
can't y'all? What? Oh, see, I'm so, I'm, I, I'm so used to being in the high-class church. In the high-class church, you just pray and everybody leave. I, that part I like. <laughs> What's that? Huh? Oh, I'm supposed to talk about tithes and offering? Ladies and gentlemen, this is not the sermon, so don't tell me I lied and went overtime. Uh, let, let me say that now, um, y'all take the tithes and offering back there. Now, let me say this to everybody. Hear me. Our, and I hate, my, my church will tell you, I just like talking about finances, but it's true. Our giving reflects our faith. If we give to the car dealer before we give to the church, our heart is with the car dealer. My prayer, let me say this. Many people say we trust God, but we don't. Our trust is reflected in our giving. My prayer is that you continue, if you haven't, begin tithing. Tithing to the church. Now, people say, am I going to go to hell if I don't tithe? That's between you and God. I do know, I do know that our tithing is a step towards our spiritual growth. Salvation is about our spiritual growth in relationship with Jesus Christ. The focus is not hell. The focus is heaven. Hell is a distraction. Don't be distracted. I talked to you about that. The focus is heaven. I want to pray. Can I, can I close the way I close? When I come in church, y'all going to tell me how to close. Y'all just like the people I grew up with. <laughs> what I want to do is pray um, over our tithes and offerings, and then I'm going to, do you have a word of dismissal, or can I just pray dismissal? Pray dismissal. Well, thank you very much <laughs> for preaching in the high toity, highly toity toity church in the hood. I want to pray over your, your, your um, giving, and on a serious note, really, it really flexes our, our giving. It's not about Pastor Duran. It's not about me. It's not about anything else but God. And I want you to hear one other thing before I pray for you. One of the things that broke my heart the most, I preached my heart out in my second church. Church grew, wonderful church. When I left, a lot of people left. I failed the church. I failed the church because they came to see me, not to find God. And when you come because of the pastor, you give because of the pastor. And you give wrongly. We give because of our relationship with Jesus Christ. See, we have it wrong. Can you imagine uh, Onika, right? Imagine me um, giving because I, I like Onika. And then she gets a cold and she starts singing off key and I stop giving. I mean, really, that's what we do. Our, our tithe is based on our relationship with Jesus Christ. And you do have one of the, I said, I mentor pastors, hundreds of pastors. You have one of the best pastors I have a mentor. So let's pray. I want to pray the blessing. Now, when I say amen, I want everybody to get up and leave, okay? Don't go high class on me. Oh, you didn't use the word dismiss. You better get out of here. 
Let's pray. Father, we thank you for laughter. We thank you for the richness of worship. We thank you for the wonderful songs that were sung to us this morning. <clears throat> we thank you for the word, for a little better understanding of the potter, uh, the potter in the potter's house. And we thank you, Lord, that we recognize we're all broken, but in our brokenness, you're healing. Help us, Lord, the next time we're in the storm to respond as Christians and just wait. Waiting is not so much sitting still. Waiting is praying. Waiting is sitting for you. Waiting is understanding that this is not the final part of the chapter, that there's something coming on which you're writing in red. Waiting, Lord, is to seek you because when we turn our eyes off of you, we're looking at Satan. Help us, Lord, always keep our eyes on you. Now, Lord, I pray that you bless our tithes and offerings. May we give, Lord... Our ties from our heart to reflect our love, our faith for you, the recognition of what you have done on the cross. And for those who struggle with it, Lord, I pray, Lord, in tenderness that you understand, that they understand that your grace is sufficient. And in your grace, Lord, may they feel the closeness, the love of you, what you've done for us on the cross. Bless our tithes and offering. Bless our ministry. Bless Pastor Duran and Mrs. Duran. Bless this congregation, Lord. Thank you of all the people who could have been uh, here this morning. You allowed this broken man to be with these wonderful wonderful people. Pray your blessings upon them. Lord, I am now, since they so official, going to dismiss them. I'm going to dismiss them in the name of Jesus. Go with them, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And the people of God said, hey, get out of here. Amen. (laughs)